Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So we weren't on the the bandwagon yesterday, the trend. Uh, with the mental health crisis, they say, is sweeping the country. It was national, or was it world mental health? It was health? world mental health day yesterday. So that, that that covers the planet. That's all of us. There you go. And our collective mental health is uh, not doing so hot. Because they, they had a recent survey, a poll that they ran, it surfaced a few weeks ago, that uh, six of 10 American adults rate themselves as either fair or poor when it comes to their the state of their mental health which is a lot that's a lot of people yeah 60 percent yeah that's over half right and that kind of took me a little off guard because they say that americans the attitude is more uh, i just kind of roll up your sleeves and take care of things and then there was a lot of uh different reasons that people cited i did read the survey and uh the two that really stood out to me was uh access to mental health care and I think a lot of that was cost and then the timeline uh, having recently dug into that and talked to some people who have sought such care tell me that the 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 wait right now is incredibly long we're talking months months and I think to for get in youth counseling um, it's even longer and then a lot of people talked about the stigma that they figure would be attached to it because there's, and we talked about this before uh, coming on today, that there's there's a big difference between mental illness and mental health. Yes. And it's, I think it's been over the last 10 years that people have started to differentiate the two um, and kind of normalize that conversation around them. Right. And... Uh, Obviously, due to access to social media and just media in general, Mm -hmm. right? I think we live in a different world today and we're all on this thought pattern that we have to live up to the expectations of everybody around us. And I think that that becomes overwhelming. Yeah, there's so much pressure, I think, just culturally in America. There's so much pressure on people um, that doesn't serve people's mental health in a good way um, or diet and and exercise or lack thereof actually plays a big role in our mental health? Well, uh, they say that that's one of the reasons we have the uh, addiction mm-hmm. problem we have in this country, whether it be alcohol, opioids, or anything else, is that is people's relief outlet sure that's that's yeah. or they could that's what they consider anyways because it just kind of gives them a moment to forget right and it's not actually helping of course not it, it, it only deepens the problems right. right and i think that's the issue that a lot of people run into when they decide to set any of it down and i i can tell you from personal experience talking to people that i know it becomes glaringly obvious to them that that's one of the reasons that they find it difficult to stop drinking completely. Yeah. Even though they're not that, you know, that stereotypical 
you know, like get, problem get, drinker. Yeah, get up in the morning and hide it in your coffee and all of these other different things. But it's going home and having a glass of wine or two every night. And then on the weekends, the occasional binge drinking, all of that. Mm-hmm. When they when they take that away, that was their their soother. And they, they don't they don't know quite how to deal with life without it. Well, and it I can attest personally because uh, I haven't had alcohol in almost ten months. There are a lot of feelings to be felt. Right. Well, when you're not numbing them. Well, you and I just on a whim. I, I it was on a whim for me because when you said I'm going to do dry January and then like I'm going to try stop drinking for a while, just not having it. And I was like, okay, let's do it. So my intent this year was to not stop drinking, right? But I have because I felt so good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started digging into more of when I got involved and you know with a trainer and started working on my physical conditioning. I did find quickly, you'll figure this out, that if you do eliminate alcohol and anything like that from your, your diet completely, you put yourself at a huge advantage when it comes to bringing your body back. So having combined those two things, I was like, well, I feel pretty good. I don't really see any reason to uh, resume my life of, of adult beverages. But now that we are 10 months into this, we talked about this recently. It's, it's weird because I would say the first year, one year, because we're 10 months in now, just about anyways, just about. is a new everything because right. you're going through every holiday, every, every time of year, every event that comes along every year, and a lot of them repeat themselves year after year after year, but everything for that first year will be new again. It's, yeah, and especially if alcohol played a big role in your life, it, it it's even more jarring. Right. Kind of the, the bigger role alcohol had in your life when you walk away from it. And now here comes the holidays. And here comes the holidays. Right, because our our, uh, our last drink was uh Christmas Day last year. Christmas Day last year. So here we go. And I don't I'm not I don't have a problem with it, but I can tell you this, it, it will be different. Sure. And it's going to be new. Right? It will be new, it will be, be different, yeah. and it's um kind of back to the feelings thing, like there are a lot of I'm a very feelingsy person. Yeah, right. And so <laughs> I know I've, I've had a lot of feelings to feel this year because right. I haven't um, had any substances to, <laughs> to suppress, to make them go away, right. but that's good. It is. It's yeah. good. And it's, and it's been um, a really important step in learning how to have those feelings in a healthy way and how to kind of welcome the feelings and and start to learn how to work through them and handle them and change my thoughts to change my feelings. And it's a lot of work. And I, sometimes I just need a good cry and that's okay too. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, there is no doubt that when they talk about these mental health problems in the state of America, that substance abuse is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Whatever your, whatever your poison you choose is right. And the thing about alcohol that we've talked about, in the past is it's legal and socially acceptable despite its detriment, right? Oh, I mean, because it's, it's, I mean, it ranks up there with this is powerful and it is, and it's destructive drug as any that's out there illegal as well. I would go so far as to say not only socially acceptable, but 
glamorized. Promoted. Yeah, it's promoted. Yeah. You're kind of like the odd man out if you're <laughs> yeah. not participating. A, I was having a, a conversation with a friend recently about that. And it is odd. And I and it's not as bad in every part of the country, but we live in rural, you know, central, uh, the central part of the United States here. And it's uh, it's pretty prominent when it comes to uh, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you got to take it for what it is, but it's uh, it's definitely an issue. And I think that it contributes a, to a big piece of what absolutely we've got and, wrong with us in and this I, country. I think it it like you did you call it a soother? It is. That's what a lot yeah. of people use it because they'll tell you. I just like you'll hear this a lot. I, well, you know, I've had a long day. I, I, I I've earned it. I want to go home and have a have a couple of beers or a glass or a couple of glasses of wine. And I think that attitude. And I mean, there are people. And I understand. I have a lot of friends that do that. But there's a lot of people that carry that, and then it it just goes and goes and goes. And then there, we watched a documentary on this. Yep. They, they yep. followed they followed an individual around who talked just like that. And they said, we want to document and really how much you're actually consuming. It blew people's minds. Yeah, it, and and I, I, I can see how that would sure. very easily yeah, happen. Right. You go from not problematic to problematic, but it, it gives you kind of this false sense of like everything's okay Sure. when you're drinking. And then when you stop and realize everything's not okay, then you need to drink more to make it okay. Again. Right. And the, a lot of this, they also attribute to the opioid epidemic, mm-hmm. which is a, which has become a big problem yeah. because for years, I mean, for many years, decades, uh, doctors, when people would have pain issues, would, you know, prescribe these drugs, they would take them. And then once the pain was gone, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. that, that, that abuse settled in because they just got, they got all the neurological effects. And they just wanted to continue that ride. And that's what happened. And that's what is happening. And it's happening all over the it's, country. It's become a real problem in this country. And they, did, you know, they didn't figure it out. And it's been a few years now, but I can tell you what law enforcement can testify to the fact mm-hmm. that it's a real, real issue uh, in our part of the country anyways. It's also sad, you know? It is. Like, I just, I feel like our culture doesn't set people up to handle feelings and emotions and our thoughts and, and all of those things that contribute to your mental health to this point. Right. We have not been set up. Most of us. Well, there, there's so many, I think there's so many people that are always looking to fit in to a group that they consider socially acceptable Mm -hmm. or set themselves up on a pedestal. And they, they will do whatever is required to get in that group. And that starts so young. Yeah, it does. And I think more and more now with social media yep. and and everything else. But you see it even, you know, if you're young, don't get frustrated and think it's just there because it will, it continues through life, right? And it's, you, you, but if, if you find a different path and you surround yourself with good people, it's much easier Mm-hmm. to stay out of that or to not, not fall into that trap. Yeah. And just encouraging young people to like figure themselves out, not like what they sh- feel like they should do or what everyone around them is doing, like to figure out what them and as an individual right. is interested in and wants to do and cares about and encourage that path. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is going to be to getting people access 
to the help that they need. I, I don't, because mm -hmm. I, I mean, it, are there not enough therapists? Is, is that, is that the issue? I think so. Is that and I literally think comes down to that. They're, they're booked and they a lot, only have so much capacity too. And you know, we've talked about this, but there are a ton of uh, uninsured Americans as well. Mm -hmm. And then if you do have insurance, is that covered? So cost and accessibility are big, yeah. big deterrents when it comes to seeking help. And then I think just admitting that you need help. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to do that. A lot of people don't want to do no, that. Or or maybe they want to do it and they're worried about what the people around them are going to think. Well, I, I think there's, I will tell you this, if you're one of the individuals that doesn't fall into that trap, you're in the minority. Yeah. And that's 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 scary mm -hmm. right now. It is, it is, it's scary, but that's that's the fact. So when, if you're not doing any of that stuff, and you, you don't have an addiction issue and you're trying to work out of it, a lot of people are going to look at you like you have three heads. It's, that is a fact. <laughs> and because they don't understand, because their whole life revolves around it, I, whether they know it or not. Yeah, I, right? think, I mean, I yeah. think a year ago, I would have looked at someone like yeah, they had three right, heads I know. from the place that I was in if they said, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to quit drinking alcohol. Right, right. I would have been like, Why? <laughs> What are you right. going to do with your time? Right. It, it, well, so anyways, we bring this up because yesterday was World Mental Health Day and also Columbus Day or what was it? Indigenous, Indigenous Peoples Indigenous Day. People's Day. And I think the governor of Minnesota recognized Indigenous Peoples Day so. yesterday. Governor Walls did. Which makes sense considering the part of the country. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, the land know, that we're I, living on. I always say this. I was like, you know, because of the rich history that we have. Uh, with the Native Americans in this part of the country, and you walk around the town that we live in, where they should, they should be. There's, you'd think there'd be this abundance of culture, of Native and Americans, diversity, and not. It ain't. I, I can't remember the last time I was just walking through a store or sat down in a restaurant or anything else, and I saw any Native American. Now, I mean, you once in a while, and like, we have a few um, businesses in town that are. Um, Owned by indigenous sure, people, yeah. but, it's, but you have to seek but it we out. Just do, yeah. We do not have a, a lot of that culture and diversity that you would expect, considering the history of the land. I mean, not yeah, it's it's that's another whole <laughs> deal. Well, Chris Rock actually did a. I, I remember years ago him doing a bit on that. He was like, "When was the last time you walked into any place and saw two Indians?" Right, and I was like, "No." And that, uh, that's the honest to God truth, right? And if you think about it like that, as diverse as the United States is, right. Native Americans are far and few between. Mm -hmm. They really are. So it's sad. So I, I understand the, the the approach to it. So there was that celebration yesterday. Uh, it was World Mental Health Day. And we just kind of popped over those two. But well, you, we, we're, we're recognizing them now. Well, it's, yeah, we, it's fluid. But I think we talk about a lot of that stuff enough as to where we don't need one single day yes. dedicated to it. We're certainly not ignoring no, mental we're health. Not. We're we, not. we spend a lot of time <laughs> talking about that and thinking about it. You did get up this weekend to the uh, expo and you met some uh, interesting folks. Up I at did. Our I went, local Marriott. I here. went to, uh, it was called the Psychic and Healing Expo. And it it was uh, kind of a mind, body, spirit, holistic wellness type event. They had speakers and demonstrations and then, of course, vendors. And I was watching the Bears-Vikings. Yes, you were watching yeah. the game. So Clara and I uh, snuck out for a little afternoon um, 
girls time. It was cool. There was a, a lot of different products and unique um, kind of Western medicine practices that people were, there was some Reiki healers and some uh, dream interpreters and um, they were doing angel readings and so, just a lot of very cool things. And I actually got my chakras and my aura read and like I got the big printout would, and would for the, for the, uh, the people that are less learned than you <laughs> when well, it comes to this topic, what's the difference between the two? Um, chakra and aura. Okay. So I'm going to actually read it. Okay. That off, works off the internet because I, I'm pretty new to all of this, sure. I would say. So your aura um, is thought to be a luminous body that surrounds your physical one, and each layer surrounds your body in a net of energy. Um, so it's kind of like that unseen field of energy that surrounds your physical body. Would you tell people how they gave you or monitored yours? So it's through your palm and like an electromagnetic... So is what you did is sensor. you set your hand on a sensor and then a laptop. And it did a scan. Yeah. And then it goes into a laptop and then out into a, no, I'm not. You are. And then a printer they just printed it off and you have it. That's the way. Yeah. That's well, the and reason. there's a camera. So yeah. the camera takes your picture. Okay. And then the, like the, the colors are around you in, in your aura and then the electromagnetic sensors scan your hand and that's goes through your body. So. And that's your aura. And your chakras, and your, which are the seven energy. Oh, that's the thing that runs down that we've seen on fields the fields inside on the, of you. The Gaia. Yes. yes. Like the wheels, the color. Gotcha. Wheels. Gotcha. So yeah, it was, it was very, very interesting. And and then there's a, a woman who sits down with you and kind of goes through your report and can sense things about you. If that makes sense. Sure. So she told me that I've never fit in. And I was like, yes, that is very accurate. <laughs> Lifelong weirdo who's tried to fit in everywhere I go <laughs> and has been able to very successfully, by the way. Um, but I really never have like actually fit right. in. Um, she told me that I worry too much and that I'm highly sensitive. These are true things. Right. Let me ask you this. Do you think that, Somebody who were to set up, just plain devil's ad, advocate for a second here. Do you think that somebody that were to travel and do such things and show up at such events would eventually catch on to what are some of the, the attributes of the people that are going to be drawn to such events and then be able know. to just generalize them and tell them kind of what what they might want to hear? I suppose you think that's, that's a Listen, possibility. And please don't at me. I'm just saying that I, I've heard people argue that point and I want to know what you think about it. Yeah, I guess I would say that's, of course, a possibility. But but that's just a matter of what you choose to believe then, right? Right. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I have no idea. If you're open to it and, Here, and you feel like connected. Here's what I would say, because there, there was a, a gentleman that was there who uh, was doing like, he was like a psychic medium, right? Mm -hmm. And didn't talk to him. We actually, well, we did. Oh, a long, long time ago, we did talk to <laughs> it him. It was. It was probably about six, six years ago, maybe five, six years ago. We had him in studio when we were doing our morning show, our radio morning show together. And I actually did bring him in, and we chatted with him for a little bit. 
So, I mean, I, I do have an idea of, so that was interesting for me because I had, I, I'd seen a lot of guys like that on television and stuff and I wanted to get a guy in. Yeah, a lot of where, people are where find I, those kinds of presentations where, really interesting. Where I could kind of work them over. <laughs> but it, the reason I bring this up is because I, specifically with that, and the people that I have discovered that embrace that that thought pattern and that lifestyle, they're harmless. Well, yeah. Yeah, they're not. I mean, she yeah. She was lovely. Yeah. Her name so was what, Angela. So what else did Angela tell you oh, about Oh, no, yourself? her name was Annette. Annette. Um, she, <laughs> we really connected. No, her name was Annette. And she told me that um, my, she said, I worry. I um, try and control things I can't control which is also accurate. Do you, do you think there's a lot of people though that have, have those same issues? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think you're in the minority. No, I, I don't, I don't think I am either, but she um, also told me that uh, my purpose is to communicate and nurture. She said, I have a very nurturing aura. I could see that. Um, and that my path forward to my purpose is through a divine connection. And I loved that. Would you define divine connection? Well, like connecting, uh, like on a spiritual level, like getting more deeply connected that way. To, connected to? God, the universe, source, gotcha. whatever you want to okay, call it. Okay, okay. I mean, everybody uses a different term. Well, the reason I have always, and, and I have friends too, I mean, that... <laughs> That embraced the thought pattern. Why do I keep using that? Why do you keep laughing? But well, no, because it's just like, here's what I think. I think as anybody navigates their way through life, you are going to meet people who are kindred spirits, mm -hmm. right? And you're going to connect with them. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is where, what it all comes down to is finding those individuals and that's your tribe. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I, I don't, I don't think I understand a lot of what those people are doing with their laptops and and <laughs> whatever they've got going, right? But I've said this a lot. I don't. I'm. I don't find them harm harmful. No, what? So they're nice people. It's not. I don't know where that keeps. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Like, I'll tell you why. Because there's a lot of people that with fundamentalist beliefs that think that that's all taboo. Sure. You know. I mean, they're completely entitled to feel right. like that, but right, right. they also don't need to go to the, I'm sure they weren't right. at the psychic right. expo. I, I know that's exactly <laughs> it. If you don't want to go, then don't go. But I, I found it, I've always found it interesting. If the Vikings wouldn't have been playing, I'd have ventured out. I don't know if you would have had a good time. Why? <laughs> I, I, because you're, you're I've been, smirking and you're I, giggling. I'm not. You're, I've been there before because for years I've even done live broadcasts from such events. Did you did you get any crystals? Uh, no, I didn't. But I, I did meet a lot of people that became friends that I've known for over the years that are that are actually run around and have like businesses that are part of this. Yeah, Claire and I got crystals. I got actually got a chakra. Bracelet did you get Did you get lovely. the crystals from Christie's? She wasn't there. Oh, really? Nope. Wow. Nope. I got well, mine from Phil. Doesn't she have a? Uh, <laughs> she has a, a store downtown a, on Riverfront, yeah. right? Old Town. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, no, she wasn't there. So I did get um, a beautiful crystal bracelet. Clara got a crystal as well. We talked to some really neat people. I got my auras checked. Turns out I'm good. I just need to like let go and you let just, God a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just got to let go. I, on a serious note, 
I think we talked about this, but I think uh, a lot of people need to understand, and we've talked about this extensively in the past, but a lot of younger people, when I say younger, I'm talking like under 50, right, are, are figuring out that the family traditions aren't necessarily something that you have to follow. Mm-hmm. Down, I mean, it's not necessarily a path that you have to follow. You're an individual. Right. Right. And you're going to make your own way. Yep. And I do believe that a lot of, I see millennials and now Gen Z understanding that and embracing it. I'm very certain no one else in my family is getting their <laughs> Chakra. chakras checked. Chakra. Very positive I, they're I, not wearing a crystal bracelet. I did have that years ago when I went. God, I, I wish you still had it. I, I was doing a live to... broadcast and I did have that done. That's why when you pulled that out, I'm like, I was like, I had one of those. Yeah. And so all the colors kind of represent like a different field of energy that you're emitting. And I remember when she uh, looked at the the actual results her the first words out of her mouth were you got a lot going on i believe it i believe it oh annette also told me that i was a silk ribbon in a burlap world what exactly does that mean i thought that was so beautiful she just said i don't fit in she's like you're not you're just different well i think a lot of people that and i this is what i mentioned earlier i think a lot of people that are drawn to that feel that same way sure yeah i think that's the the norm when it comes to people that are drawn into that type of, because you met a woman, you said at this event that actually believed she was a star seed. I did. She had the star seed Oracle cards and I was like, Oh, I have those. And she was like, are you a star seed? I was like, well, I'm not actually (laughs) sure. Um, I've spent some time kind of investigating all of it. And she was like, I am. And I'm like, what? That's it, awesome. It, and I was like, do you know what do you know what galaxy you're from? And then we had a whole big talk about it. For somebody who hasn't listened to our past episodes, would you tell them what a star seed is? Um, yes, and there is a whole episode on it. If you want to go back and look, I'm not sure what number it is. Um, it is a star seed is um someone who believes that their soul is from um another galaxy, another solar system, another part of the universe and that they incarnated on earth um, kind of as like a light being to help guide the population. Don't laugh. I'm not laughing. You're, you're doing so much laughing. I'm this not morning. laughing. I'm and not laughing. And that they are uh, tasked with guiding the population to a higher level of consciousness. So they believe from what I have gathered that this is like close to the, what people would call the end times and they are here and have come at the right time mm-hmm. to help guide people through and get us to, to the, a higher to, level to the of next dimension. Uh-huh. Right? Am I do I got that right? You do. Okay. So I do know a little bit. You do know a little I bit. I do. I know you a even said it with a straight face. I know a little bit, but a lot. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right. Again, it is going to if you haven't heard yet. I hope you're enjoying yesterday and today, which is going to be beautiful. It, we're talking the middle of October, and in southern Minnesota, we could hit 80 Yeah, it's, this afternoon. Uh, it's quite lovely. It's crazy that that's the middle of October, right? It's quite But lovely. it sounds like the reality check is coming. I watched some Twin Cities uh, meteorologists talk about it. The reality check is coming later this week, and it's, what like you're, it's here to stay. What you're experiencing yeah. right now is gone. Kiss it goodbye. We'll see you next April, oh. right? So 
Uh, if you've not had your furnace checked or you're not ready, I'm telling you, this is the time to get that call in uh, to Holly and the crew up at Ryan's Plumbing and Heating. These guys will never steer you wrong. I'm telling you, I've talked to so many people that they've saved money. They're people you can count on. They're locally owned. They've been around for over 100 years. And uh, they're just really good people. Again, we do not endorse anybody that we don't actually use and trust. So, again, Holly and the crew up at Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Ryan Electric, if you need any electric done, uh, you can give them a call. And I encourage you to do so. Their uh, website and all their information is on our website. Uh, I'll link to it anyways. Go to georgeandjess.com. Had a guy at work tell me he doesn't turn on his furnace on November 1st, no matter what the weather's like. Wow. Highly would not recommend that. Here we are because they're- I hope he gets it tuned up at least before then. Right. I, I'm still holding out. <laughs> I'm still holding out, but I'm like, there's been a couple of mornings where we got up and I was like, oh God, I don't know. But the south side of our house faces the ravine and that sunlight is pretty it strong helps. still and it comes in. And then by you know late morning, it's plenty warm in the house, even to the point where you have to open the windows. But- that is not going to last long. And I'm an absolute baby about being cold. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> enjoy today. It is going to be beautiful. We'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode at 6 a.m.